We are live, baby. Episode 21 of Skewed Perspectives. Your host, Caesar. Yes, I'm Omar here with uh, the podcast that has once risen again on this Easter Sunday. He is risen on this <laughs> after, Sunday. He is after risen. After being suspiciously quiet for three weeks. Boner in the morning was like, he is risen. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, man? Easter Sunday. I'm doing good, doing good. Gonna go have... I'm kind of excited to see the baby do the egg hunt because I think he could actually partake in it properly because he's like he's walking now basically oh yeah i saw marissa post about him walking yeah so that's that's kind of exciting like yesterday he wanted to walk all over the place on hanger he was like playing with these older kids well i mean trying to play with uh-huh. these older kids but it was still pretty cute because he's a whole what one uh, 13 months now there you go yeah. one year old and, and some change mm-hmm. so he's like oh I'm, i can i can do things now so it'll be fun watching him do all that stuff that's awesome everybody enjoy your eggs enjoy your peeps and your chocolates Everything that was on the traditional Easter uh, dinner back in the day. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> no, I always remember. I always remember real vividly watching um, or listening the Houston Rockets play the LA Lakers um, back when like Von Wafer was on the Rockets and they had Ron Artez still, um, and we were winning championships. And just being at a Easter thing with my uh, extended family in LA, we went to a park, did the whole egg hunt shit, and I was like. It's the playoffs. I'm gonna go listen to the game in the car. So I was in my dad's car. I had the like the AM whatever the AM ESPN radio yeah. station was, and I was just listening to like that was that it was um the game where uh Derek Fisher put his fucking shoulder into oh, uh, Scola's uh, yeah. Scola's fucking chest. Oh uh, yeah, so that's one of my favorite uh, Easter memories. <laughs> that's that's pretty funny. Anyways, though, we're not here to talk about Easter. That's best left for uh, other podcasts, probably, and other talkers. Not in this pod. Not up in here. <laughs> so uh, w- the topic we do want to get to is uh, just, I guess, nerd culture. Yeah, um, it's ascendance into the mainstream. Like, that was definitely, I would argue, over, like, the 2000s, 2010s, this ascendance of, like, everybody all of a sudden wanting to be a comic book nerd. So we're talking they, like uh, just like all the interests that what your traditional nerds would be into as yeah. they were growing up, right? Yeah. So comic books, I mean, just certain literature, I guess, and yeah. like the things that most cool kids and is that is that fair? Yeah, I think so. I think too, you can kind of like uh, use the '80s as a good like timestamp for where nerd culture was, because you just you see the movies, you see all that stuff in the '80s, and like the nerds that like the comic books, they're the ones getting picked on, like they're. They're like, you know, there's like this jock nerd delineation, right? And then that's that's gone away, I would say, from like the 90s till now. And that jock culture, that meathead kind of thing is more like the butt of most jokes. That nerd culture now is kind of the more mainstream thing that is uh, like it's it's in vogue, I guess you could say. Yeah, the status isn't uh, as as yeah. um, as lower divided. Yeah, yeah, it's not like uh, exactly. Yeah. It's more they're more on par. Mm hmm. That's fair because you still got your athletes. You still got your uh, all your uh, st- like. P- if we're talking to high school, yeah, like all the kids who are who are doing that stuff. But also at the same time, you get a lot of crossover. Yeah, like uh, I love seeing like um, what's his name, Fox, Darren Fox, in uh, the on the Kings, mm-hmm. like uh, his anime influence, and you see you see it throughout uh, yeah. like a lot of uh, sports now. Yeah, it's definitely still, permeated like, a lot. Still niche in those larger sports that they're in, but it's cool to see. Yeah, that's definitely how you know that nerd has crossed over into the into the mainstream. (laughs) 
Yeah, and I think uh, well, the, one of the arguments that I was making was like that that crossover or that like ascendance doesn't really happen without the MCU. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that was just such a big piece of popularizing like comic book culture, and then with that kind of came all of the other kind of like background nerd stuff. I think it started so, with X Men, and X-Men. then actually no, yeah, I guess that's that's true. Maybe not like mcu proper then but like mm-hmm. the superhero movie as like a white the mcu thing. drove it home yeah. the mcu fucking was like oh we took over yeah but like i, I think maybe the, not necessarily the start of it but definitely yeah. the i mean the it's not like lifter. x-men got the ball rolling yeah. i think i mean i can't think i mean you have your batman movies that were like campy and like yeah. uh, what's his name 90s tim burton yeah the tim burton batman tim burton ones but that wasn't very like yeah. you know that was more it was for the mainstream and i mean the first one are, is good. I don't remember w- what they're all called, but I, I remember enjoying uh, like a couple of them. Yeah, same. But um, but yeah, like as far as them being like serialized, like how the comics were or where everybody was into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, MCU drove it home. X-Men started like kind of making yeah. it more mass appeal. You know what I always remember too? The Spider-Man, the Sony Spider-Man movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. were big. Sam Raimi yeah. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That was huge. That was massive. I I love that movie. It's I think it's still one of the be- better Spider-Man movies. The well, Spider-Man Two is <laughs> top tier. Yeah, so good. Yeah, you're right. It started like with those with those movies, and then kind of started proliferating. Because before then, all your action stuff was like Bruce, like Die Hard. Yeah, it's just like, like straight up. Uh, yeah, action stars. Yeah, action star movies. Um, not so much like the superhero element of it, or it who's the character, the, yeah. and and it's a recurring character. Which also means like a lot of original one-off movies yeah. aren't happening because <laughs> yeah. because of all the Marvel success. It's yeah, and it, there is like a lot of uh, is backlash fair? Like like there oh, there's yeah. a fair amount of like yeah, and like there I think it's an honest criticism to like oh every other movie in Hollywood right now is like it's either a superhero movie or a reboot of something. Mm-hmm. I mean that's 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 a fair. Um, but I mean, as far as like uh, like the fans of the IP, mm-hmm. so like uh, like if you're used to comic book characters and those stories, mm-hmm. and then you're seeing them uh, made into movies, like there's a lot of backlash oh, often like from from fans of from the, the of the IP from the purists. Yeah, yeah, yeah from the nerds. <laughs> from the uh, we're still real nerds. The appropriate, yeah, the the hipster nerds. <laughs> yeah. From the ones, the from the nerds who are like uh, dinosaurs, they're going out of you know, going yeah. extinct. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I, I see that, but to a degree, I wouldn't say I like. I don't really sympathize with that because you know you should love like your culture being proliferated. I mean, yeah. all I mean, like that's a little bit different when it gets into like appropriation. Uh-huh. But I mean, like nerd culture as its own thing. Like I feel like the more people that are exposed, like because they get these real attachments to these characters. Like so mm-hmm. many people love these movies and i feel like that doesn't take away from like those that love the comics i don't think it should yeah it... people people think it does but i uh, my approach is always uh, the two things can exist mm-hmm. like you you should be able to separate things yeah you, you know yeah. like you have you have your iteration of batman that you're a huge fan of let's say in the comic books you know whatever storyline take your pick but then you could also have the dark knight be an amazing piece of content onto yeah. its onto its own without having them both be like well you know yeah, this batman need, is not very conflict. faithful yeah they don't need to, they don't need to conflict no with they, each other. I'm, yeah they don't have to i i like people will say like they're watering down the the ip or whatever mm-hmm. but i mean 
You know, everything's being remade. Fucking nothing, yeah. nothing sacred. So who cares? <laughs> yeah, nothing's sacred in Hollywood. <laughs> nothing is sacred. No, if it makes money, let's go. Yeah. There's certain. I mean, if you want like artists who care more about you know the the property and the characters and yeah. and want to try to stay as faithful as they can while also putting their spin on it, then you have to go to individual like directors or creators. Yeah. Like James Gunn, like he's like. You know, we're going to make this because he's such a fan of whatever he's making. Yeah. Like, okay, I care about them, but also let's not be stuck in the old ways. <laughs> yeah, true. And yeah, everything needs to evolve, especially like a lot of the properties of like the old kind of characters, like they were made in like the 50s and the 60s. That might not necessarily appeal now in the in the 20s. Yeah, no, in the 20s, the new yeah, 20s. Yeah. Although the one thing I guess I can say... Uh, if I were to like jump like bandwagon any of like the criticisms, one of mine would probably be like the Superman movies, like mm-hmm. trying to make Superman really like dark and gritty, kind of like the Dark Knight when he's supposed to kind of like be this like uppity kind of like. Um... He's supposed to represent the best of humanity. Yeah, yeah, like because he was all like in the comics and from what I understand, like a lot of the older movies, and he's like this kind of country boy, like you know, super like good mannered, right, and then. You know, he's facing all that stuff in, like, metro uh, Metropolis and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, like, the movies, right? Oh, well, we had Batman's success. He was edgy, gritty. we got to make Batman or Superman edgy and gritty. And I feel like that kind of takes it into a direction that maybe I can sympathize a little bit more with that argument. But, I mean, still. It's... Yeah, like, it's a hard character to adapt. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, ah, oh, just make it gritty and dark to be cool. Yeah. Because you can have a, a beat up or not a beat, a more positive, a more um, idyllic character, mm-hmm. but that means you have to do it in more creative ways. Yeah. Like he's an alien. So I always thought the juxtaposition of Superman, and this is not, this is not like a hardcore fan, you know, saying this, but yeah. like the just juxtaposition of Superman being an alien and being, um, like being on earth. Alien, yeah. And but also then like representing the way that humanity aspires to be, you know, mm-hmm. like it's it's kind of crazy. Oh, we have this alien to show us the best in us. Yeah, it's like the approach that sci-fi takes. Okay, let's let's go to a an outside world so we can kind of delve into ideas that we should be thinking of like here. Yeah. So I I think they just done a shit job of like adapting the character. Yeah. Because Cause, yeah, because the meta was like oh the dark edgy hero. Like, that's what people love right now. but And that know, works for, like, certain characters. Yeah, like Batman a thousand times. Like, that's yeah. his fucking wheelhouse. People are, I think, almost sick of it seeing it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you know, you can't really – you can't have that approach for every character because every character is different. But No. Yeah. So there's a lot you can fall Like, if we're looking at, like, movies, like in the two big juggernauts, Marvel and DC. Yeah, DC – I mean, DC has some stuff that I am a fan of. Yeah, but, I mean, they, like – As a whole – yeah, part of, and I think part of it even plays to that ba- that Superman thing is they're just trying to like follow the hype as opposed to like being true to like the creative process, and yeah. I think that's where DC has a lot of their mess ups. And even with Marvel, and also, and this has been, I guess, has happened as time has gone on. But I am kind of done with like Marvel movies and like yeah. the whole thing. Like I'll watch them, and especially if something I'm interested in, but. It's too much of a universe and of like this whole thing. Yeah. You know, that I'm just like, they're creating all these things and they're banking on, partly banking on the fact that you're invested into the other movies and saying that it's connected somehow. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Um, yeah. I think with the, the Avengers, like it's been like, that was the best of it. And now it's all just going to be declined from there. Yeah. Like my, 
my favorite movies like when we're talking like superheroes and comics and stuff like that are things like logan and, oh that uh, was a good one yeah yeah things like that where guardians of the galaxy like the first movie i i mean i like all of the ones that came after even mm-hmm. with them in it but it was just uh it was so you like i remember watching the movie and i'm like oh this is its own movie yeah you know like it exists within this thing but it's its own movie yeah it doesn't need to be connected yet right yeah like watching logan was like oh this is this is a comic book movie but it's not a a superhero movie yeah you know, yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put that. I forgot about Logan. I, yeah, that was a, that was a good one too. So I'm like, this is just straight up like uh, reading a, like a, or playing The Last of Us or something yeah. like that. You know, yeah. encapsulated and you know, and and some dope visuals with some fucking gore. It was I love that movie, <laughs> but uh, I'll start oozing all over it. But um, yeah, I mean, there's been there's been a, a lot of successes with with um that nerd culture proliferating mm-hmm. for sure fucking taking over it's still going yeah, i don't know um, when it'll end i know i mean especially i think like uh wandavision that one actually that was pretty good i heard it was good i haven't watched it because of the fatigue yeah no that's fine like when, when you have your when you have your uh like because that's how we were too we were like i'm not gonna watch this uh-huh. and then i'm like all right you know what we're pretty bored we don't have anything to do let's get the disney thing try it out yeah. begrudgingly for me be part of the of the, the moment yeah yeah yeah. Which, uh, I think I'm gonna watch it. Just haven't. Yeah, no. It's... But I've had it recommended enough times by people that mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's not just another fucking garbage show <laughs> or whatever. I haven't watched. Have you watched what is the new one? The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, the first episode, Maris had it on. It was it was good too. Okay. It touches. It pushes the envelope in some things. Um, I mean, I haven't seen enough to know the nuances of it to make a call on how you yeah. feel. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get back into that. I, I just started watching um, the monster movies, the Kong and... Um, oh, yeah, and I feel like that's all too kind of part of a bigger... Like, that's still also, like, the nerd culture meta. All the, all the companies, all the movie companies are trying... To, like, they got to have their money yeah. makers. Yeah. And um, I watched Kong School Island yesterday. Mm-hmm. I've, I had seen it before in pieces, but it was a fun movie. It was... I was like, this is, uh, like... I think a lot of the time people go into a movie experience with the wrong expectation or idea. You like you got to know what you're going to go see and why you're seeing it and kind of like, okay, what is this the purpose of this entertainment? You know, I'm <laughs> yeah. like are you trying to go watch Precious and be like fucking, you know, watch something crazy and real but yeah. depressing as fuck or are you trying to go watch Kong, you know, yeah, you're like trying to just check out of yeah, the world are, are, for a little bit. Yeah, are you trying to watch a monster movie with some human commentary in the subtext, you know? <laughs> and then and then just some really, really cool visuals and just technically it's really good. Yeah. And that's what that was. I was like, that was a fun movie. I started watching Godzilla King of Monsters because um, I had already seen the first Godzilla. So yeah. I'm like, okay, time for this one. And then watch the new one. But um, So I'm working my way through that, but it's been tough. <laughs> it's been <laughs> tough to, to watch like a, a lot of what we would think as nerd culture movies. Just because shit burnt me out. I was... Yeah, like you can only like be amazed by these crazy visuals mm-hmm. for so long. Was there anything you wanted to touch on um, besides that as far as the movies? Uh, I know, well, if I'm just kind of like harking back to the conversations we were having at work, mm-hmm. one of them was the delineation between geek and nerd. Oh, okay. Because a lot of... I mean, like, and to a degree, I would say they're synonymous, but mm-hmm. I still feel like there's a difference between them. And I think the consensus we more or less reached... 
was not to um, say that any one of these two sides are these things yet, but the main difference between a nerd and a geek is one is socially awkward because they're like actually like they're pretty smart and like they don't know how to like now they have their like Sheldon I guess kind of from the Big Bang Theory kind of thing and then the other one is just socially awkward because they're just socially awkward and I think that's not to say which one is which of those but I feel like that's the main difference between them yeah like when I think of geek and nerd nerd is the nerd is a positive geek is the derogatory i'm like fuck you geek you know like if i were to use it that way because i i I don't ever use that word like Mm -hmm. unless i'm like describing an action or yeah like if you're geeking out about something like then i'm like okay that's a positive connotation to me like because you can geek out or nerd out about anything Mm -hmm. like yeah i I do liken those two basically the same but when you're talking about them as nouns okay that's that's adjectives yeah. They're synonyms, but as nouns, they're Yeah, but as nouns, I'm like, nerd, I like that one. I like that. <laughs> nerd, nerd is, I, I'll take that label because um, it, it encompasses some of the geek, but you like shed the, you shed the awkwardness yeah. and the kind of like broken glasses, fucking goofy, you know. <laughs> you, Pocket you, protector. Yeah, you lose, you, you shed the, you like grow up <laughs> <laughs> or, or no, not grow up. It's elevated. Mm-hmm. It's less awkward, like you're saying, yeah. less losery. Yeah, and then another thing too. Yeah, that was actually a pretty big thing we were talking. Like, you can nerd out over like very individual like things. Anything. But yeah, you mm-hmm. don't have like you can be a nerd. Like uh, how I how I explained it too was like so a lot of my friends up in Davis. Like shout out Arthur, Nick, Jordan, you guys. Shout out. They are basketball nerds. Like I thought I was a basketball nerd in high school, but I was very. Sp- I'm a Laker nerd, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. But you know them. They are basketball nerds. Like, they'll give you the stats from, like, Cray. Like, they'll give you these players. Like, they are very good with that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, for a casual sports fan, they might think those guys are pretty nerdy with, like, a lot of the stuff that they know. Um, but, like, yeah, so with respect to that, they're for sure, like, nerds. But then, you know, maybe not in some other aspects that you traditionally give, like, a nerd. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, being able to like have that that passion is definitely a part of that like that nerd tag because you have to you have to love that topic to nerd out over it so to speak i literally don't even remember yeah who knows but but uh, i mean like yeah that that passion is definitely part of that nerd tag um and i don't know if like geek has a parallel to it yeah, because only the only defense I was able to give was like, oh, like geek could be the intelligent one because like the geek squad from Best Buy. No geek, like, <laughs> I, I don't. I think geek is the more negative connotation. Geek is the you're socially awkward because you're just socially awkward. Yeah, you get you get more of that mm-hmm. like the things you don't associate with being cool, Kinda like dweebish. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So geek, <laughs> I like someone calls me a geek, I'll be like no, a slight front. I'm like, I would have to know the context. <laughs> But if someone calls me a nerd, I'll take that shit all day. I'll wear that badge all day. I'll I'll fucking produce that badge. I'll sew the star on it if I have to. But like geek, like geeking out, that's cool. I'll geek out with a lot of people any day. But oh, this is what I wanted to mention as well. You can you can geek or nerd out about anything that has layers. Anything that you can get granular about. Mm-hmm. So like I like nerding out um, when I'm listening to rap. It's like I'll I'll, I'll listen to a song, throw on my headphones, pull up the lyrics, and then kind of go through it i'm like yeah. oh wait i missed this reference and like then you kind of meaning yeah exactly yeah and that's so true that the so you're too. delving you're delving into a subject or mm-hmm. you're because you care about it or you enjoy it a lot mm-hmm. so if you care a lot about like 
whatever fucking run of Batman in the comics. And you're like, oh, no, this is actually how it happened. This is because of the way his character is. This is the choice he made, blah, 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 blah. Like, he would never do this in a movie. (laughs) You know, that type of shit. So you can nerd out discussing the movies. Yeah, the nuances of things. So I'm like, anything that allows for analysis, or even if it doesn't allow for it, and you're just Mm -hmm. trying to find shit, you can do it. Coffee, wine, weed. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, and that's all, like, yeah, like, coffee nerds and, Mm -hmm. like, all that kind of stuff. You can associate with it. No, that's that's actually a good point that I had to consider that granularity about it. I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I I think a lot of the success with the, those things crossing over into the mainstream, mm-hmm. the nerd stuff. I think a lot of that success has to do with um, like the the projects that are that the people are passionate about that do really well. Yeah, come through. So like. Uh, the first Iron Man, you're like, holy shit, they can make a like a, a good superhero movie without it being too goofy. And obviously, yeah. you had uh, previous successes with with some in X Men and Spider Man. So yeah. like, okay, there's there's a precedent. And then they're like, oh look, they crafted this thing together, and it's a new character we haven't seen. Yeah, they're like, they, yeah, that shit I, came yeah. through. That newness also, like, because I'm like the honestly, that was, I mean, yeah, no, I'm comfortable saying that that was for sure like the golden age of the superhero movies because it was still fresh. Everything was still like. You still weren't sure how it was going to go. And then, you know, yeah, being this success, like everybody was just, whoa, like I got to catch the next one now. And then that's that sort of enthusiasm by the public has absolutely died down. So I think I'm glad at least I got to see like the apex of that, like being able to enjoy it. And it was pretty well received by everybody before it got kind of jaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so. And I mean, it, it might still not be over. No, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't really think there'll be like, cause I remember a lot of, uh, comparisons being made between like the western movie and like superhero movies like there was a time there was a period of time where like westerns were like the thing in hollywood everybody loved them and then that kind of just fell out of favor and then everyone was like oh i think superhero movies are going to take a similar kind of trajectory mm-hmm. like they're hot right now but eventually it's going to kind of die down i don't know if i don't know if that's going to happen now i think there'll always be like x amount of superhero movies coming out every so often yeah, just in the way that there's still westerns. Yeah, like the genre still exists, but I think whatever's at the forefront is definitely cyclical, or yeah. maybe not even cyclical. It's it changes. Yeah, like it changes uh, depending on what the culture uh, is facing, and mm-hmm. then so what do you want to see? Yeah, so it's like uh, you got tired of westerns, hella noirs, or whatever it was, you know, like like it changes and it contrasts like that because people do get burnt out. And yeah, it's like, okay, well I'm over this. Let's go epic sci-fi um you know whatever whatever yeah we're like, definitely we're definitely it. like in a in a sci-fi meta right now too there's so many good sci-fi movies yeah but there's not out. but there's not as much mainstream success like as like commercial success yeah i, I mean you know yeah they're not they're not hitting the top of the charts that's for sure i mean i think part of that too is just uh aspect of like the streaming services like kind of disrupting and then also like the pandemic plays into that as mm-hmm. well but they're like i can like ad astra was a really good one that i liked uh, there was that one with George Clooney. That one was okay, but I still it was pretty visually impressive. I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Midnight Sky, I think it was. I haven't seen that one with George Clooney and Jessica Chastain was there. Oh, that sounds uh, so. You know, yeah, it, it was good for sure. Yeah, there's hella good sci-fi. Yeah. Is I just think it's still niche. Still like, to think so? Yeah, I mean, I was hoping for Dune uh, to fucking pop shit off last <laughs> year. We'll see how it does uh, this November, but like Blade Runner twenty forty nine, yeah. amazing. Yeah, I, amazing. I went. I we saw that one recently. I really liked it. And it did not do good in the box office. Yeah, that's true. It did very poorly. <laughs> um, and then, uh, 
what was that other um annihilation well i like that movie a lot too the is that the one with the shimmer i think yeah uh yeah. natalie portman yeah that one was good didn't well, do yeah. great yeah, and that was a uh, ex machina dude ex machina amazing yeah, yeah. so there, there's there's definitely been a bunch of sci-fi um like more in the forefront but yeah, but nothing... yeah that's true it's not it's not going to compete with the avengers or no and i think probably soon. and it probably won't ever yeah which is fine it's it's like a lot of the the those movies are a lot more heady the subjects are more heady so mm-hmm. you have you know they're a little more dense and they're not for everybody yeah thanks oh that was actually there was another point too that i kind of wanted to talk about with like the whole like kind of nerd thing mm-hmm. and it's pretty like so would you ever like attribute a time at least for me i kind of got some of this when i was younger like oh like you like that's that's like white stuff like kind of like that association with like nerd mm-hmm. and like whiteness like oh no like you can't like that because that's not you like there de- like there was absolutely some of that and so i think too kind of like this proliferation of nerd at least it it kind of tore away some of those arguments which i was like i'm glad to see that for sure because like there's nothing inherently like cultural about like these stories and so you know they should be able to be enjoyed by anyone but i think that was definitely that was definitely something i saw like being like super nerdy about those kind of things that was like attributed to some kind of like whiteness yeah especially especially like let's say your background you grow up um like it's hella sports fans or uh like whatever the predominant interest is, wh- wh- wherever you're coming from, mm-hmm. like if you break from that slightly, you get called out on it. Yeah. And whether it be race, whether it be uh, sexuality, whether it, whatever, yeah. anything you can poke at, it's like, man, what is this shit? It's not what we do. Yeah. So, so there was definitely some of that, and um, I think I remember Harry Potter, like Harry Potter being one of those things. Like, yeah. Why, why are you into this? You know, or like at least early on. Yeah. But I think I shed the caring of it like pretty early on, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I was in marching band, so it was like, okay, well, you committed to the bit at this point, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you're into this nerd shit. You're in marching band. <laughs> you can't like pretend you're not into the stuff, yeah. you know. So like, uh, like no, I like these things, and it is what it is. Yeah, you, you take your lumps with with all the insults or whatever. Yeah, uh, but you're right. There, there's definitely some of that. Like as you're growing up, mm-hmm. and I think uh, that's where you see um, like the people who do make it to to a level where they can show their interests mm-hmm. and show be that they're successful that. at something yeah. else. Yeah. They'd be like, doesn't matter. It's just fucking like a lot of the things that a lot of the, those pieces of um, art or content are kind of made to be universal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like yeah. there's universal themes in a lot of them. Yeah. So like to, to call, to call out on, uh, on the basis of you not being enough of whatever race you are, like yeah. then you know, okay, this is silly. Like, and I'm glad that it has gone to that point where mm-hmm. it's not, I don't think it's an argument. Yeah, I, or I feel a call like it can out. because there's like um, there's like a lot of that embracing of like I know like there's a someone I follow on Twitter like black girl nerds mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah like nerding about all these things where probably 10, 15 years ago just a bunch of Anyas you're gonna from get high school yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of Anyas you got Theo in his own club too probably yeah, yeah. it's because it's interesting shit to a lot of people. So. Yeah. I mean, because it is like the source material is absolutely, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting stuff, but yeah, just because like one group hasn't really been exposed to that yet. Like you're going to, you're going to give those like insults and something to like, Oh, that's different. Like, Plus if you, you, if you, if you care about, uh, the visualization or, uh, or whatever you're, if you like, if you care about your identity, 
to to wanting to see it represented mm-hmm. then they're starting to do that like everywhere so you know they, they threw yeah. a bone in case in case you, you were needing to be like hey see look there it is <laughs> so they're, they're starting to uh add things to reflect the demos of a lot of these things but i think i mean i think that that right there is kind of like a, a like i guess a good vicious cycle in that like because so many different groups of people are kind of becoming enmeshed in this culture they're bringing their own spin into it and they're bringing their own authenticity and their kind of background stories and so that's just going to kind of i think make it even more so that we're going to see these like stories of like different cultures and different ideas that may not necessarily have been reflected because so many new people are kind of being brought into the fold yeah it's fine so long as it's still the thing that it is yeah like if you're if you're dropping in token characters that make no sense to, for whatever story. Oh you're no, telling, yeah, like you can't. Like if you're just yeah, if you're just tokenizing. Feels like it, it feels like more than half of what they are doing though is that, um, to where they're like wedging in something or mm-hmm. a side character or something where, like it doesn't hurt the story, but I'm like, is it this really aiding or adding anything? Yeah. yeah so. Aside from, yeah, that. But I, like you said, at, or at least it's like okay. Here's a, a visual representation. If that's something that, which a lot of people do care about, mm-hmm. like seeing seeing themselves, um, I'm like they're fucking superheroes, so I don't need to see myself. I'm like they're doing crazy shit and turning into like. But I think part of that human I mean, torches. I think like kind of speaking to that, that probably is more an issue of like just kind of the, the makeup of like the industry. Yeah, so you're speak. right. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Once, once, like you know, like. A lot of the people who are passionate eventually percolate up into it. Then mm-hmm. I think you'll get more authentic. Yeah, pieces. just stories being yeah. told because it's because it's it's someone just coming from a different background mm-hmm. telling whatever that yeah. story is. And then I think one good example that I liked to use was like in middle school, like my favorite hero for like a little bit of time, kind of before like the the Marvel like boom static in cinematics. Shot. Not sad. It was Zorro, actually. <laughs> Zorro? Yeah. Because there was a book uh, in the school library, like this fat-ass fucking Zorro book. Uh-huh. And I just, yeah, like, I read through it, and I was, like, super into it for a mm-hmm. little bit. And then, um, I mean, like, it kind of died off, but, like, just a lot of it was interesting to me because, like, he, it was in L.A., and it was kind of, like, the whole, like, still kind of, like, Spanish colonial era. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the politics of, like, California becoming its own state. That's was crazy. a little aspect of it. it was he almost he was kind of like a Chicano Batman, uh-huh. and then that made me think of the band. Obviously, I don't know yeah. if there's any kind of thing there, but like that's essentially what Zorro kind of is with like that hacienda kind of spin to it. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I, I never really thought about it like that until like I kind of started thinking about all this. But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, I did. I was really into Zorro for like a cool little minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, some of my favorite nerd nerd culture takeovers is when literature makes a huge jump. Yeah, or or proliferates like. Like, uh, yeah, like Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. or like, yeah, because everything comes from books, essentially. A like, lot all of those it, great stories. Because you can develop, you can develop your story and, yeah. and the world it breeds and you can build it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you're like, oh, damn, that shit's amazing. Let's make this into a movie, right? Yeah. Um, and so seeing that happen is cool. That's why I like Dune. I keep coming back to that. Yeah. I'm like, that's straight that's up. That's a great universe. That's nerd yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, nerd shit. <laughs> But make it cool, like yeah. to where normal, regular normies can can <laughs> enjoy it. You know, all the muggles can go see too and be like, "This was a good time." Yeah. But that's movies. Um, I also wanted to touch on games because mm-hmm. that's also like a big. I mean, the gaming 
industry as a business. Oh yeah, it's unstoppable huge. even yeah. with the pandy. Yeah, and I think it's funny too because games I still feel like are a little bit relegated to like another like level of nerd more so than like just comic movies and everything uh and like a lot of that just kind of comes from like the like oh you're still you're still doing that you're still playing games how old are you mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of thing so i feel like oh if you're like into games like that you're higher tier level nerd but still like they're the stories and everything being told now like through the video game industry mm-hmm. they're great and you couldn't imagine these kind of things like 15 years yeah ago. you get unique experiences in gaming that mm-hmm. you don't get elsewhere and yeah a lot of a lot of the denigration or the the negative uh attitudes towards people who game i think a lot of it stems from like if, if you are playing like you have to mind the time you're putting into it yeah because if if, if it becomes a time suck then you yeah, deserve there's, you there's, deserve there's, you deserve all of that stuff that you're getting yeah there's criticisms that are honest there yes if you let mm-hmm. it just encapsulate 100 like and there's yeah. arguments to be made like for streamers but that's that's different because they're like working yeah. they're 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 not just gaming to game mm-hmm. you know they're they've they've found a niche and they you know carved yeah. out their own space and they're making it yeah. work so more power to those people but for sure like the games it's such a large like you don't realize how many people do play games that you wouldn't classify themselves as gamers yeah but it's like well then why are they like why are their revenue shares 14 billion or whatever (laughs) the fuck they are yeah yeah so and i think it's eased up eased up a little bit yeah you know the hate towards towards the gaming space (laughs) But like the gaming community in general, it's pretty suckish. Oh yeah, one like that, that, that's what I was gonna get at too. As like another well, honest criticism, you just hear some of the chat rooms on like Call of Duty or like any of these bigger yeah, games. It's yeah. just the worst of humanity. Or even just the fact that people still give a shit and argue about the consoles or yeah. what platform. Oh they're on. yeah. I'm like, if if that comes up in a discussion with somebody, I'm like. Like, Why are we talking about are this? Are you like is are you being like legit? Because it's one thing to make like a PC master race joke, uh-huh. yeah. But then like, but to actually like just double down, take on a stand it and, on yeah. a fucking it's platform like, being better. The game's a game. Shut man. up, like, company man. Yeah, who gives I know. A fuck For real. <laughs> and you're starting to see more of the cross platform though. Yeah. Like being like. The stag, I, I did like. I remember wishing for that, mm-hmm. like back in like the PS2 days. And I'm caught Sony for this shit because they're the, they're the ones fucking digging in their heels on a lot of this stuff to not make the <laughs> stuff cross platform because they're the ones ahead this generation. So they're yeah. like, no, why would we want to do that? Why would we, yeah, you fucking assholes. <laughs> Come on, Shuhei Yoshida, get that shit together. Make everything cross platform. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? What's the point of exclusives though? Make the games exclusive to the, like. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. I, yeah, I guess yeah. The game is already on multiple platforms. Then, yeah. yeah, if it's that's already true. on multiple platforms, just let let people play with each other. Yeah, I wonder how difficult that would be though. Like just to get the server. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some technical aspect of why it's not super easy. Yeah, but it's also bullshit from Sony when uh, <laughs> when Microsoft's making it happen with a PC or whatever. Like no mm-hmm. problem. They're like. Yeah, you can play with PC, <laughs> PC, Xbox, and it. Like I said, it's starting to happen more with PlayStation, so yeah. it's it's becoming an argument I can't use anymore. To- <laughs> one thing, one thing I feel like I did like about the um, about Sony and PlayStation is just like the ease of access for indie games and being able to just get into new things that aren't like AAA platformers, because that's 
I think that was definitely a criticism of the gaming space. It's like, oh, every game is the same. Every game hit. It's like, just slap the new year on it, whatever. There's no new stories being told. And I feel like the indie game space has definitely blown up, especially like with like the PS4. And I think Sony has had a lot to do with that because mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot easier to get an indie game up on the PlayStation Store than it would be the Xbox. But I know they're getting a little bit better with that too. Yeah, I think Sony's falling way behind in curation though. Like, uh, yeah. as far as, like, yeah, they, they make it very easy for, for developers to put their stuff up, but then that also means you get a lot of trash. You know, a lot of <laughs> a lot of trash just gets put onto the store and things yeah. get lost in there. And it's hard to, yeah. Okay. And, and one, like, this like this is probably the one of the things I've been seeing most recently as far as Sony's concerned and the way they're, like, going about things. Like, Xbox is obviously coming from behind in their approach. Mm-hmm. So they have to do things to try to catch up, right? So like their um their cloud gaming is like better than Sony's their services and what they offer mm-hmm. just the, like what you're getting is better than Sony's and then Sony's shutting down their PS Vita and PSP in some other store what's happening to all those games how are you gonna be able to access them are these just lost yeah what like you have to preserve like this leads into a little bit of a different discussion <laughs> from what we're we're talking about but like if you have the uh, this digital entertainment and this digital content and all these things that we have that are available digitally, how do we preserve those for future generations? If, you know, if uh, whatever hosts them isn't mm-hmm. there. I mean, I guess that's kind of just it, um, part of capitalism, right? If no one's putting out the money for it, if no one's getting for it, then it's, you die out. I guess, but you're seeing Xbox do it. Xbox, like all their library, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're having it all be available and they're having it all be available through all their platforms and they're like they're they're saving that like i bring it up because of of the contrasting companies i'm mm-hmm. like okay xbox is going out of their way to maintain cuz they got some like stuff that that they they like they have a a track record now mm-hmm. you know they have an ip catalog maybe not as impressive as sony's i wouldn't say so but like sony's just chopping off like th- yeah. these things that house and then they'll bring it back in the future and make you pay for it you know, <laughs> like, oh, we're bringing them back from the vault or whatever. Or yeah. now it's remastered and they're just maintaining the things and then updating this stuff. So I'd like Sony to go ahead and take that approach as well. I'm like, there's cause there's a lot of games that like we grew up with. Yeah. And if you can't access those anymore, j- even just for nostalgia's sake, you know, or for, for like, like, um, like your kid, like you're, you're wanting to show him certain games. Yeah. Like, let's say you only played them on a PSP. Yeah, it's gone you, forever. You better hold on to that PS. That's gonna be like uh, what was the Flappy Bird? The the oh, yeah. iPhone. Not deleting. That. Yeah, yeah, not deleting the app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that'll be uh that'll be something we can probably put on a future episode. Just digital and like information and data. Yeah, storage. And then, you know what too? That uh, I mean, yeah, this is also off topic. Um, but like NFTs are becoming really big. Yeah, and that to me, I look at that and I'm like. Hey guys, make your money. I ain't buying any of this. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm, I'm like, I mean, I understand the concept of it, but I would never buy any of those things. I mean, that's essentially a Bitcoin, though. Like, sort it's of. Essentially, so, it's it's crypto. You're not you're not trading those NFTs, though. You're not. You know, it's there's not like a a system where like the value of those NFTs is like uniform. Like it varies on what you're buying. Yeah. So I mean, I know it's a digital transaction. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not gonna put up this digital money or this fiat money yeah for, for some, that exactly yeah like make your money 
I just, I'm like, if I knew how to do it, I might even explore it. But it, it, it seems to me like one of those things that I, I don't know what the staying power is. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think it's, I mean, we've seen like cryptocurrencies, I would say is for the most part here to stay. And I think it's going to be, yeah. I think it's going to be a similar thing for these NFTs. Cause like, I think it's biggest implications will definitely be for like artists, like, and like being able to keep some type of control over their work. Um, so I think that's probably like what I think of right now, uh, as probably the most applicable space. Well, that's the, yeah, that's the only thing I've seen is like yeah. digital art and stuff like that. But that all, the thing, the thing that's, the NBA's actually put a lot of money into it. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, that, I that saw that too. The, I just, I'm what like, they, I think they're called like the moments or something, like little mm-hmm. digital cards essentially. It feels like you're just opening loot boxes in, in a fucking game or something, and you're <laughs> getting like the, the rare cards. I mean, but in a way, that's what it's always like. People that like remember Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon cards. Yeah, but but the barrier cards. to entry and like the the cost of some of those things is like. Oh, yeah. Apples to orange as yeah. far as far as like collecting those things. And I think that just you can probably attribute some of that to just it being a new technology. Like down the line, maybe that barrier entry will drop. You know, when it becomes more abundant in the space, easier to learn about. Because NFTs are like pretty cutting edge. They're very say. cutting yeah. edge. I just like this is coming from someone who like like digital and all these things. I, I I'm a fan of a lot of these these different mediums to do mm-hmm. things and, and like to to tr- to directly trade or you know, whatever with other people. Yeah. Like eliminate you know the the big institutions, but. I don't know. I mean, I it seems so subjective to me, some of the value on yeah. these things. No, and, yeah, definitely. And you know what, too? I feel like I almost want to say part of that is just our sentiment because at the end of the day, we still kind of were alive before the internet, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this digital space doesn't it's not as ethereal to us because it hasn't been there our whole lives mm-hmm. i think you know you speak to maybe like a 13 year old they can't imagine a life without the internet yeah you're and right so, about that. so they definitely attach more value to these digital things mm-hmm. or see, us, see less of the flaws or the yeah, possible fallacies yeah and then for us it's like well real is real and digital is digital there's still that delineation with us and i feel like that's a good thing mm-hmm. i i feel like i'm that could potentially be a flaw of younger generations and realizing well digital isn't physical this touch yeah and yeah i think we should make a whole episode on digital analog and just that kind of thing although we're having the discussion now but um like you can like if if yeah you like you need to be able to ground it and access it somehow and Mm -hmm. to me if there's a mass coronal ejection by the sun yeah it's gone bye to all your nfts i'm saying bye to my 200 dollars in bitcoin or whatever the hell is that yeah like that's one thing to worry about yeah because that shit goes out where to go it's like um in blade runner in 2049 yeah. when they have the pre-blackout yeah what happened the they fucking everything, everything we lost yeah. everything yeah and i feel like that would that would be a earth-shattering event if like something like that were to happen like that's definitely like a civilization before this happened and civilization after i mean sure you could rebuild but i mean hopefully you learn the lessons of yeah, well, I think event. I think it's happened to us as humans like before. Mm-hmm. Like I think civilizations have risen and fallen, yeah. and we've lost a lot of information and yeah. how to do things. Yeah, that's kind of one of the um, well, I, of the book that I've been writing. Like that's going to be like the like just the burning of like the library and like what mm-hmm. like the Ray Brad like all that stuff is like the Library wow. of Alexandria. Yeah, how much shit did we lose there yeah. that we know was there? Probably yeah. how they built the pyramids. I I was reading yeah. an article not too long ago. They were talking about like the storehouses of information there yeah. and how it's it'll be it's an identical event it's yeah, yeah. it's you're I, losing yeah. so much progress it's like uh did you ever play uh, horizon zero dawn no 
dude, you gotta play that game. I know, I know. It's I don't nice. think I don't think I finished it, but um, it plays a lot in these themes, and I, I won't try to spoil anything. But like, the whole, like the civilization resetting and the cycles and like the information and things that you lose with like mass extinction extinction yeah. events or whatever it is. Like yeah, it, even if it isn't mass extinction, just the fucking sun blasting out lava, yeah, will fucking take out the whole grid and all these things if if they're not protected. Yeah. And then what do we do? How do we rebuild the hard drive? Is that written down anywhere? Yeah. Do I, we have that shit on stone? I don't know. I, that's that's. I mean, I'm not too nitty gritty into the computer science aspect. I mean, I'm sure there's some way to maybe preserve something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that our system is overhauled enough for yeah. If some blackout event happens, we can just. Oh, let me just upload the latest version of the internet real quick. Yeah, you're like, back. what's the internet? How do we build it? Yeah. If it's not there anymore, how yeah. do you get back to that? That's crazy. Yeah. But that, like I said, this is probably a different episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. But but a uh, fas- fascinating discussion. One thing I did want to mention um, when you when you told me about nerd culture was was fashion because mm-hmm. I do like clothes. Um, is is seeing all the all the stuff sold and advertised to like the nerds, <laughs> you know? So, so like the fucking Assassin's Creed hoodies, you know, that oh. style, <laughs> like whenever I see one of those out in the wild, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look good on you. You're not a model. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this shit is, is built for the fucking models that are like fucking perfect. And like, you know, have the right frame to look okay in those things and only in those things at a, in a certain setting. Yeah. And you get some fucking goofy-ass motherfucker just, yo, that shit does look cool. Let me buy this anime fucking Rockets, Assassin's yeah. Creed hoodie fucking hoodie. And then you get it and it looks fucking it's stupid. It's just a mistake. But yeah. It looks those dumb. are money grabs. It's <laughs> hilarious. Those are money grabs and people falling for the bait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying to think of another example. Oh, like the ninja stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, um the fucking ninja sandals with the open heel and stuff like I'm like that's stupid. Uh, <laughs> there was there was another one that had come to mind. Um damn. Just like the yeah, guess, like, like just the ninja the samurai Uber shit. stuff, yeah. Like it's like over stylized like where like the fucking pants are not pants. Like you have to be like 11 years old to think that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of, you fucking probably run like Naruto and then it'll look all right. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that well, came you to storm mind. Area Fifty One. Yeah, do you but remember they, that? I do. Uh, did they do that? Did, did they get, it what ended up to turning that? into just a big party on one of like the outskirts? Uh, that's hilarious. Which I guess that's cool too. Yeah, yeah, that is cool too. <laughs> I mean, probably get some weirdos in there, but yeah, also aliens. So <laughs> that's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Don't do it, y'all. If you see some fucking anime-inspired clothing. Unless it's like a print on on like more traditional wardrobes, yeah, or things of that nature, subtle. Just don't get the Assassin's Creed hoodie. <laughs> don't get the fucking puff jacket vest with all the fucking logos on it because you look like a geek. <laughs> Did I use it right? Yeah, I think, I think so. Anyways, anything else to add on nerd nerd discussion? Say that was pretty extensive. I think so. Um, happy to see it be mainstream. Yeah. If you're against it, you suck. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. If you're against it, just just know that it's the thing going. you're a fan of. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, the genie's out of the bottle. The Pandora's box is open. Doesn't go back in the box. <laughs> I fucked up that movie reference, but 
It's from some movie. No, the I think the other day I used like the monkeys out of the bottle, and then Rachel was like, "Is that even from anywhere?" <laughs> James like, Franco says it somewhere. Yeah. No, yeah, I was in Pineapple Express. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "But that doesn't like that." No, it's probably not the only an, it's instance not the... it's ever used anywhere. So yeah, but because it was used <laughs> in that sense, now we can use it as an expression from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> not whatever the traditional uh, use of those words are <laughs> but yeah nerd nerd stuff it's part of the mainstream it's not going back although it may take a back seat hopefully here in the next five years yeah w- what would replace it though like nerd stuff what you know what let's try let's try to prognosticate this the next yeah era? the next nerd thing to... cyberpunk culture you think so maybe I could. Because that's another one of those things where I see the glasses being sold and I'm like, don't buy them. <laughs> they look cool and then people wear them and they're like... At the yeah. least, at the least, maybe in media. What? Because of Cyberpunk 2077? Potentially. Things like that? Yeah. Didn't that massively flop? I mean, because of the... Not yeah. because of the story. No, not of because of the, the story, uh, but... Implementation. Yeah. But still, I mean, I feel like that, like that aesthetic mm-hmm. maybe is around the corner from blowing up. I don't know. I just feel like we're in a roaring 20s kind of thing and something's going to happen. Some yeah. There's gonna be some like, especially coming out of the pandemic and everything. There's well, let's gonna see, be what's some. Pop, what's popping off right now? What's what's kind of gaining traction? Do we? I, I'm not at the forefront of a culture like that. No, but like just general trends. General like trends. things that come into your circle. If they come into your circle, you know. Oh yeah, they're coming into other circles. Exactly. I suppose. Hmm. NFTs. <laughs> VR. Oh, actually, yeah, VR is a pretty good one. That's becoming. Although, a is that one. nerd culture? You think they're gonna start building out places where you can go do VR, like just in general, and then ten years? I think so. In ten years, yeah, because it's still it's it's interesting technology, but it's still expensive for most people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the uh, implementation of it and most people's experiences probably won't be as games. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they would either. It'd probably be like experiences. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'm okay. That's one of them. But yeah, as far as like movies, I'm trying to think of specifically. I don't know what the what would what would uh fill that power vacuum uh-huh, <laughs> once um yeah superheroes take a backseat. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully the sci-fi movies. I would love the space that. exploration I would love sci-fi that. movies. And then we're complaining about all these sci-fi movies being bastardized. <laughs> They're not even smart. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like this is just a rom-com in space. <laughs> Well, we have those, I think. There's probably there's probably one or two that exist. <laughs> What's that? Uh, passengers? Oh, that's not a comedy. No, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's for sure a tragedy. Never mind. I just remembered romance in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you... it, it must have been like power romance, like not really romance. Yeah. I didn't ever watch the movie. <laughs> I think I seen bits of it. It was interesting enough. Mm-hmm. Some compelling and like just you know the romance coming up with like the expansiveness of time travel and that's the know. thing with anything set in space yeah i'm like yeah, I'm, in. yeah. yeah i'm like i'm interested that's when i know it'll have been sufficiently bastardized where the physics isn't important anymore well it already isn't <laughs> they, they already don't give a fuck about that i mean and even... honestly i'm okay with it uh, for the most part <laughs> i'm not now, okay <laughs> fucking neil degrasse tyson <laughs> well you know in this scene <laughs> shut up fun sucker no, I love I love Neil deGrasse. He doesn't suck the fun when he makes those when he points it out. He does it pretty cleverly, actually. Yeah. I'm like, I appreciate it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> You're like, mm. but how much have you kept up with physics? What if it's some quantum physics shit going on, dude, that you're not even aware of? 
Um, I feel like I'm I'm good at the forefront of at least that. Like all the all of that physics is gonna come from the Large Hadron Collider <laughs> in Switzerland. Okay, that's been offline for the last couple of years for upgrades, but until you got Sean Carroll's over here saying we gotta wait, rethink the way we look at physics. I mean, we should always be rethinking the way we look at physics. No, gotta make a, sure he's it's a cool still, guy. Still holds up. I gotta read his book. Um, I forget the title, but Sean Carroll. Are you mm. familiar? Not really. I'll, uh, I think take a U- look, either UCB or or UCLA or one of the ones down here. I don't know, but um, he's associated with one of those schools, oh. and he's been on a few pods. I think he has his own um, real smart guy. And like listening to him talk about quantum mechanics and things like that. I mean, it wasn't easy to listen because I'm <laughs> like, okay, but it was very fascinating uh-huh. and his explanation for a lot of things. It's an interesting uh, world down there. Oh yeah, I'm like. Oh, his explanation of what we don't know. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe quantum computing. That'll oh, be. Oh, yeah. That'd be that'll be. Uh, hopefully, we can see that in our lifetime. We'll give it twenty years. That'd be bonkers. That's then good. we could really do stuff in space. Oh, no, that'll be insane. Like mm-hmm. it, the like the the what we saw with just regular tech coming into the forefront. Multiply that by ten. Yeah, I was gonna say combining computing. combining. Uh, yeah, like the advent of quantum computing with all the information that we have, yeah. like all the data collection and data points that we have. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be crazy to see. Give that shit to some Elon, give that shit to, to, to all the all the trailblazers. Yeah. That'd be crazy. But again, all this stuff I'm like the regular person is like gonna be like, hmm? Yeah. Not until like you have your quantum smartphone is everyone gonna care. And even then, no one cares how this iPhone is made. <laughs> yeah, they just know that they care that it works. Yeah, it, they yeah. just know that it does all these yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> Which, if I'm a, if you're a consumer, I guess that's, you know, that's how it goes. Like, mm. what's the product? Is it working? That's yeah. what most consumers look at. Yeah, that's a fair point. But I think this is probably a good point to to end Wrap, this yeah. this discussion. Any final thoughts regarding all this stuff? Mm, I think we milked that cow enough. We covered most of our bases until we end this and think, oh shit, remember that thing? <laughs> it always happens. <laughs> yeah. We'll just talk about it in another episode. Yeah, so we'll touch up on uh, uh, the digital and analog stuff at another episode. That seems like we can probably talk about a few things. Maybe combo that with another topic. Um, But check us out on Twitter. I'm at MilkFatPercent. And I'm OAP double underscore three. And you can check our website out at ieaudiolab.com. Email any questions or anything about the show to ieaudiolab at gmail.com. Listen on Spotify, listen on SoundCloud. Listen on the website. Listen on the website. Check out our audio series um, that Omar is heading, Super Sonnets. Episode Ooh. 2 went live a few days ago. Um, and uh, the next episode should be coming at some point in the future. Yeah. Try to, at the very least, do it every fortnight. So every two weeks. Got you. But okay. every week would be nice. We'll Isn't every fortnight every other night? Fort, uh, fortnight, I think it's like about 14 days. I don't know. Hold on. I gotta. I, we gotta find out what this means. Because <laughs> I, I, I saw you text me that, and I, I was like, oh, damn, he's putting these out pretty quick. Oh, you're right. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. The more you know, I didn't know that. <laughs> Fortnite. G H T people, not N I T E, like the game. Period of two weeks. I mean, that makes sense. Fort fourteen night. I Fortnite. guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I can. What is? <laughs> What is the word for like parsing the anatomy of words? There's a 
the etymology the yeah but of words i guess i feel like there's another separate word for that but essentially yeah, i can see just looking at the spelling of the word yeah looking at the root words like yeah i can identify the two pieces but it's so uncommon to to use them like, like to combine things like that to i don't <laughs> I, you don't see it i was like oh two weeks <laughs> but i think i'm gonna start using that now i appreciate the vocab lesson i get, I get paid fortnightly I get paid every fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> enough of this. <laughs> um, check us out everywhere. Like I said, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Ooh.